Welcome to the Wellness Pod. This is Mpiwa, your host, and we have bi-weekly episodes where we talk about things self-care and all things wellness on Wednesdays. And before you might think that we have run out of ideas for giving our episodes some special little twists, this is our first ever individual recording of this episode. So currently, the Wellness Pod team is scattered around the globe, and Malika, my co-host, Waylin, our producer, and I will be doing different segments on how each of our semester abroad experiences have been. So today I have the opportunity to talk with one of our Yale NUS students who is currently on their semester study abroad at the University of Cape Town in South Africa. And today I'm joined by Lakal. So Lakal, would you please introduce yourself? Hey everyone, thank you Mpua for inviting me to the wellness part. Um, so I'm currently a third year student at Yale NUS, but I'm doing a semester exchange at uh, University of Cape Town in South Africa. I'm really excited to have you, Lakal. Um, so definitely the first question that I have to say is why Africa? Like what brought you there? What did you choose about the university that made you decide that you wanted to do your semester abroad there? I think also quite quite inspired by like, one of the classes I took it in Yale NUS, which is uh, Cities of the Global South by Valentina Zuin. That drove me to to want to look for um a, a country in the global south to 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 go to. So like, the top three choices were uh, um South Africa, uh Thailand and Vietnam. But the other two didn't really match my 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 major. Despite Cape Town being, as they say, the most European city in in whole of Africa, um we still um have a lot of conversations about um you know decolonism, informality, third worlds and global south countries. And what is your major, Lakal? I, I study environmental studies. And so in Cape Town, I study politics of the global south, archaeology and geosystems as electives to complement my major. It's definitely important to make sure that you want to choose something that you are genuinely interested in, but also at the same time, like what you said about Thailand and Vietnam being countries that you were also interested in, but then the academic component as well was not as um, compatible as it was with um, with Cape Town, which is really important as well for semester abroad. It's not just the the experience itself, but it's also your academic requirements because we do need to graduate. So it's important <laughs> for us to choose like criteria that also is compatible with our academic choices. Tell me more about like how you found like easing into the culture. Well, I didn't really ease into it. I mean, on the very first night, you brought me to a freaking Zimbabwean dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, I think the thing about Cape Town or, or South Africa in general is that one thing I noticed very, very quickly is is how stuck the differences are between the different communities. So, like, the place I'm currently living right now is, is a predominantly white uh, and rich area. So it will look a lot like your uh, botanic gardens in Singapore or, um, yeah, Tankaki. On the other hand, um, then you have uh, the, the townships. Um, and then you also have like the, the city area where the tourists thrive in the at waterfront. Uh, and then like right next door, it's it's um people living on the streets. I think adjusting to 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 the place often means kind of embracing that diversity in in experiences, but and also like putting yourself out there to understand like like the different cultures that that they are going on. 
So since you've been exposed to different cultures and lifestyles, how have you found yourself like learning more about these things? And in which ways are you like opening yourself up to different experiences and opportunities? And yeah. I, I think personally for me, I, I pride myself in having that like curiosity. Uh, and sometimes that curiosity can be a bit a bit much too. But that, that curiosity um brought me to to having conversations with like strangers or or um us asking questions to my housemates or, or to or to friends, you know? The languages that people speak, how do you cook something, how do you cook pup? There there have also been a few cultural shocks. Walking around, you can't help but notice how there are so many electric fences and like barbed wires and like fence gates. Security is definitely a huge thing. I totally get it. Like people um, setting up fences as well and and yeah, it just looks completely different from a country that would otherwise just have like a lot of open space. And yeah, it's mostly for like a functional purpose, which is like to keep <laughs> robbers out, which could actually be an interesting concept for other people. Other cultural shocks is like people's perception of time. There, there is something that people like to say that South African time or African time. You know, when we say that we want to do things now, uh, some people will say, okay, I'll do this now, now. And instead of like now, now being right now, now, now means uh, from now to one hour later. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of have to like code switch in your brain and be like, oh yeah, by the way, when a South African says now, now, they mean like it's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. <laughs> so in addition to the interesting culture shocks that you've just shared, what are some like positive experiences that you've had whilst being abroad? Going to a rugby game. Uh, in at, at UCT, so rugby is a huge thing over here. I was in the international uh, students um, orientation, and so I was speaking to people from all across Africa. You know, Rwandan, Congolese, uh, Ugandan. Just hearing their life experiences, uh, what brought them here, where did they grow up. The second thing that they ask you after where you come from, so you say I'm from Uganda, the second thing you ask is what tribe you're from. Uh, and I, I just thought that that's pretty cool. I don't know what my tribe is. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it just points to how diverse the continent is. And that also makes me feel positive about myself because it's like, oh yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, I'm not just African, you know, because sometimes when you, when you think about it, some people are like, oh, you're African. Okay, cool. And then that's it. <laughs> You know? <laughs> Yo, Africa is, is is massive. Like, it's truly massive. So how has it been making friends? I think making friends in, in general uh, is not too much of a problem. Uh, but sometimes I, I just got to notice that I am, like, parachuted into people's lives or into people's communities. And so there'll be times when, uh, let's say you want to go to a certain place, but then they really have their own friends and, and they have their own plans. Uh, and you just got to be comfortable in, you know, going for those stuff uh, yourself and enjoying like, a good time yourself, like a solo date or something. Uh, but at the same time, I think my, the, 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 my, my best friends are the people that I am staying with, as well as like this buddy uh, from the university that has really been, really helping me out uh, and just like people that I met along the way in my classes or in uh, clubs and societies. Okay that's really good and your residential situation like is it an on-campus residential or is it something that you sourced by yourself and what are the 
types of people you're living with and how did you find the residential um, lodging itself? Yeah, so this one is a, it's a house uh, that is recommended by UCT. And so I'm staying together with nine other students and I, I, I'm quite loving the dynamics. So we have uh, one postgrad student from India, uh, another three people from, two from Germany, one from Switzerland, one from Zimbabwe, and uh, three from South Africa, four from South Africa. One thing that we have as a house that I find really cool is we have something called International Food Night. So we have like a, a few weekends <laughs> where like we designate like these three people, you cook. That is so <laughs> cute. Is this something that you guys just like established as the, as the 10 of you? Yeah. And on celebration days, like Easter holiday, we would have a barbecue together. Yeah, that it is giving me sweet vibes as well. Is it, does it feel like a sweet, like back at Yale and US? Yeah, it, it feels like a sweet, but instead of six people or four people, you have 10 people. Lovely. Mm. Oh my gosh, that is that is amazing. I'm glad that it's a homey experience as well. Would you say that in choosing your residential setup, you you were very particular about your criteria? Not, not, not really, I, I, but there were, there were a few uh, things that I really looked out for. That are that, that were important to me. The first one was uh there is fast and good Wi-Fi. Right. Uh the second one is it's not too expensive. And there are some considerations because we're in South Africa is that uh they should have a like a backup uh battery to to maintain some of the essential services like like um lighting and heaters in the toilet because it gets really, really cold. What are some uh, memorable outings that you've been to? I have this thing called uh, Museum Fridays uh, because like the museums are, are free uh, for students on Fridays and so every Friday I go and visit a different museum. Uh, snorkeling at uh, Hobbs Bay with the Cape Fur Seals. One thing that people don't tell you about snorkeling over here is how cold the water is. It is frigid cold but yeah it was really really cool to, to see the seals up close and to have uh, interact with them. Uh, seeing those animals that we that, that I watched in documentaries um, from Animal Planet and Discovery Channel since I was really young and then coming to South Africa and then seeing the lions like right in front of me or the elephant just chilling but under the tree <laughs> nice. uh, that is yes this peak experience I, I, I feel and so you know when there are seals there are sharks as well the one time that I went uh, surfing the shark alarm rang and we had to Get out of the water. Wow, I, I mean, I'm scared. Now I'm thinking, do I want to do this? Okay. I've had a crocodile, like, uh, come up to just beside me. Like, I was, I'm in my car, right? It's on my Instagram story as well. <laughs> I, I, I made it public so, because I know how uh, this kind of experiences are not something that most Singaporeans might be privileged to, to get. And I try to create content to share it with with um my family and friends. Yeah, thank you for documenting these experiences. Um, not just your family and your friends. Like, I feel like the whole world. Because what <laughs> the heck? <laughs> so, what has the experience been like in terms of documentation? Like, what do you choose to document? What do you choose, or you just like randomly say, "Oh, this is a good time for a camera." Or you usually say, oh, I'm going out to do this. And when I go there, I'm going to specifically film this and that. The, the things that I've documented could be uh, things that I've 
learned in my class. So it might be like an ethnographic study of a hunter-gatherer tribe or uh, and like some things that really caught my attention and things that I feel should be shared with, with the world because it's, it's, it's important. And even sometimes it's, it's just, uh, you know, uh, daily living. So for, for example, like load shedding, would probably be really shocking to, to most Singaporeans. I, I truly uh, relate. Yeah, I feel like uh, load shedding has always been a normalcy for me as well. And then um, mm. finding out there's some people who get full-time power. I'm like, what do you need all that power for? <laughs> Is there a certain practice that you do to keep yourself feeling at home? Like, do you ever feel homesick, you know, since you are away? I haven't felt homesick. Yeah, uh, I, I, I make it a, like a routine to, to have like a full family Zoom call uh, every two weeks. And um, I guess, you know, th those, those kind of meetings are, are, are really nice uh, to, to hear back from like how my family members are doing. Okay, so we've talked about homesickness. We've talked about like how you keep yourself grounded and connected with your family at home. But yeah, what are some wellness practices that you started like since being in Cape Town? I think um, one thing is like taking personal time. I think that's mainly because uh, I'm currently living in an off-campus accommodation, which is like a house with nine other students and you can get busy in a house sometimes. So just taking your own personal time and uh, doing things that you enjoy in a room or... I think another big wellness um, practice that I have is is, uh, uh, is, is cooking for myself, uh, which I already talked about. Uh, and then the, the last one is, in general, I find myself working a lot less because there's so much more to do. Like I have to cook, I have to travel, um, things take a lot longer to happen. And so I, I, I have a like a rest day every week. And so maybe my... Uh, Sundays I would go on a hike or something right yes that's that's a really good um way of putting like all of your activities across because um again like some of the exchanges experiences that I've heard is that you know there's a lot of anxiety to settle in right there's a lot of mm. soon as you land in a place you just want to find a like find something that you can instantly feel comfortable with or rather feel comfortable to do for a while and then just continue doing that but I love the fact that like you kind of like balance everything out and you know that it's okay to take off a day to rest and like lay back um and it's just good to balance like the variety of the activities that you have and it doesn't have to be all like outside things or and all of that but it can also be like things for yourself and connected to home so that's very unique. It's, it's it's very good, and it's yeah. I think it's it's that type of balancing out is not just specific to exchanges experiences, but also just in general life, which is good. Study abroad is not always roses. They always come some different challenges. So what are what is one of your most trialing experiences, and how did you overcome it? I wouldn't say it's like entirely trialing, but it it was a bit of a of of a of a shock. Uh, to to come here and uh, notice how people take skin color quite explicitly. Maybe in Singapore it, it's a bit more subtle. You don't really notice skin color that much. Or maybe because I'm also speaking as a Chinese. But uh, over over here the the, the separation is, is really obvious. Uh, and then coming in as Asian, 
I'm considered white in a black community and colored in a white community. Just noticing how sometimes you feel very, you, you notice your, your identity a lot more in social spaces. Right. Yeah, which is completely valid because that's like the shifting of identities and um, you're just one person, but you have to kind of realize that you're not, you're also another person, even though you're still the same person. So what is a piece of advice that you would give to those who are currently on their semester abroad and then those who are also going to go on semester study abroad? I think uh, my probably my biggest piece of advice is uh, be curious and be daring. Uh, con- I think there is so much to learn from the places that we go to uh, and the people that, that, that we interact with. But be daring to, to go and seek out the, those uh, things to learn from. Thank you for those words of wisdom. It's very true because being bold and being open-minded just generally opens you up to new experiences to learn from. And um, yeah, it just it just keeps you um, well uh, informed as well as, a, as an individual. And it's also got personal touch to it. So your personal experiences are so much more colorful, really. So that's, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Once again, thank you so much, Lakal, for joining me to speak about your experiences on your semester abroad at the University of Cape Town in South Africa. I'm really glad that you've been having a great time. I feel like what you've just shared with me just shows it's not your full experience, of course, um, but it's just a, an indication of how colorful your experiences have been being abroad with all the new cultures that you've been experiencing and the languages as well as like making sure that the choosing of your academic path whilst being abroad is still compatible with your major. And yes, the importance of being curious as well as open-minded and being bold, but also taking care of your safety whilst being in a new environment um, are things that I've just picked up just from hearing about your study abroad experience. So thank you so much for sharing all of these positive things. I hope um, the listeners have learned as much as I have And for those of you listening in, I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned a lot as well in these multiple segments. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Yale and US Wellness, where we post empowering content and updates on wellness-related programs on campus. Thank you for listening in. Stay well, stay safe, and take care.